Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A lot of reaction to Peter King being outside walking his dog in Brooklyn, Ron, with sirens. (laughs) Somebody said... I can't laugh because of my chest again, but somebody said, I think Donnie Football said it sounded like he was digging out of a cave. (laughs) Other people had a ton of different reaction, but I think we heard enough there that, wow, we could spend the rest of the show talking about that. We haven't really even gotten into the game yet. Here's the story, though, and it was going to be the story anyway, but Mike Tomlin made it more the story. Mike Tomlin, with the way that he walked off the podium dramatically at the end and refused to answer a question about his future, The same question that every coach, every athlete gets in the final game of a season when there's any doubt about their future. And the reason that there's doubt, the primary reason, is because people, at least one of them who's very close to Tomlin, Jay Glazer, won't shut down such speculation and, in fact, are fueling it. So sometimes you just got to stand there and answer the question. Of course, this made good morning football this morning, and so did Ron, by the way. So what you're about to hear is they played the clip of Brooke Pryor from ESPN asking Tomlin the question, saying, Mike, you have one year left on your contract. And he blew out out the door. Walk off home run. Um, They played the clip, and then it goes to the host of the show, then Jason McCourty, and then Kyle Brandt, who I just want to give a standing ovation to for his reaction to the whole Tomlin phenomenon with the national media. So let's go to this. This is what you're about to hear is the reaction to the Tomlin walk-off on Good Morning Football and a Ron Cook mention upcoming. Mike Tomlin out of the room is Burt Lawton. He's out of PR for the Steelers. He said, anyone else have a question? And the question went down the pathway of, Mike, you have one year left on your... And then it was Coach Swiftly exited the post-game presser when asked about his future with the Steelers and their playoff win... Their playoff drought, excuse me, continues, and has people questioning whether Tomlin has uh, more left in him as the head coach and his reaction to Tomlin's walk-off. My reaction of just the walk-off itself is you just lost a playoff game, your season's over. For any head coach, we watched Bill Belichick handle it a few weeks ago when their season ended. Like, that's not the time to discuss what's going on with your contract. I think the larger picture is when you look at Tomlin or Cam Hayward after the game say, I don't want to be here if Mike Tomlin is not the head coach. And that's the sentiment that you've heard for all the, all the players in the Steelers locker room. But around there, like Ron Cook, I was reading in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, his, his thing was, it's time. Mike Tomlin needs to lead the Steelers. They've lost five straight playoff games. They've given up at least 35 in all of those games. I don't know, Mike T just, just seems like the guy. Everything he says, he does. But they haven't found success in the postseason at all. I thought it was totally disrespectful what he did. I didn't like it at all. Sirianni was rifled with questions about his contract, and he handled it with dignity. Here's my, where I come out. I, I, I'm pretty much done hearing the thing that Mike Tom was never on losing season. I get it. It's impressive. But it's like saying, well, I've never struck out. Right, can you ever hit a home run? Can you hit a double? 
Because their team shows up for years now in the wild card and they get blown out and everyone just bows down to Tomlin. It's this amazing thing. I, I, I know there's a lot of Steelers fans who are like, I, we don't worship the altar of Mike Tomlin like the media does. They, they got crushed last night. They came out and were destroyed. And I don't like the act. I think it's dumb. I, I, you, can, you can answer the question any way you want. Don't walk off. It's one of those deals where like when Vrabel got fired, everyone was like, well, There you go. That was Kyle money. Brandt, Jason He's McCourty. Right. He's and, right. and, and I agree with Kyle Brandt 100%. I do too. And I haven't heard that. Maybe a little tired more. tired of hearing about the non-losing yes, season. Yes, it's impressive. It's impressive. But like he said, it's like, that was a great analogy, by the way. I wish I had thought of that, well, years ago. It's like saying, I never strike out. All right. I can't get, get any ever, hits. So. <laughs> do, you, do you ever get a homer? Do you ever get a double? Come on. Win a playoff game. Like if this was, if this was, in a vacuum this season, Ron. If if they were doing what the Steelers did, man, it's been a long time, hasn't it been? A decade or more ago or so. They're regularly winning a playoff game here and there. Then then a game like this, you land no TJ Watt. Yeah, he's right. The third string quarterback. Of course, by choice, the third string quarterback, because the guy that he chose in the first round, he doesn't deem as good enough for down the stretch this season. You live with it, but it's one after another, after another, after another, and you look up, and seven years later, seven years. Sean, what's your first conscious memory? How old were you? Maybe five? Yeah, I would say probably four, four to five. All right, so let's Sean, don't call me Seth, was an early developed kid. He was. Most kids don't remember his, something yeah. until five, but he thinks he remembered it at four. At four, perhaps. Pretty four impressive. And a half, Pretty yeah. impressive. So let's go to five then. So let's tack on seven years plus the five that you have no conscious memory, really, of what's happening. There are kids now entering, what, their freshman year of high school? Just about? Close to Definitely it? Eighth grade, high. Yep. eighth grade, anyway? Who have no conscious memory of the Pittsburgh Steelers winning a playoff game. And as I mentioned earlier, Ron, not as an insult, but as a fact, although it's probably an insult, they've become a pitiable afterthought around the NFL. Oh, the Steelers, Phil Simms said after the game, making sure to get to the point before they went on to the real games next week. The Steelers tried hard is basically what he said. I want to make sure I mention that. They tried hard. They are always in it, yet nobody, nobody. I want to know the last time somebody said, man, the Steelers, watch out for them in the AFC. They could actually go to the Super Bowl. Probably the first half of the year or so of Ben's second last year. But since then, Ron, like I said earlier, it reminds me, you read the John Thompson book, right? I did, tremendous. When he talked about first going into the Big East, he was the upstart at Georgetown. And he said, everybody, when I was the upstart and they would beat my butt, would come up to me after the game. Oh, congratulations. You guys try hard. Your kids are great. When I started beating their ass, then it was <laughs> nobody's congratulating me. Everybody hates me. Uh, That's what you want to be in the NFL. Not the team that everybody says, oh, look at the Steelers. Don't they try hard? They try hard. Good year, Steelers. Good try. Get in there and do it again next year. Be on that playoff bubble and get blown out in a wild card game so we can all say what a great job your coach did. No, you want to be the team that everybody hates, that everybody wants to trash. 
That's the team you want to be. You know, I just saw up here on ESPN that one of their topics, and it hit me just for basically what you said, uh, who is the most disappointing, Dallas or Philly? Because they both had high expectations. Right. right? There's no, who's most disappointing, Cleveland or the Steelers? There's none of that talk because, well, Cleveland's Cleveland, right? And the Steelers are, are just another team right now. Just another team. Low expectations. Team LP. That's what they are. Low ex- or T- LE, I should say, Ron. Not LP. Low expectations. <laughs> and that can be a miserable life or it can be a very easy life. Nobody expects very much from you. Get a C. Actually, the more I think about it, that was my life as a child. Low expectations, low and you, reward. And you got C's. Yeah. And, and your mom, mom said, you're average, Joe. You're average. She was fine. You There's try. Did, did you try hard? That. I did. Well, congratulations on the C. Nobody expects much. And if you get a B minus, oh, they have a party at the house for you. Your teacher's going wild. If the Steelers <laughs> Mints even smiles. Yeah, if you came back next year with Mason Rudolph and won a playoff game, you know, against the upstart Las Vegas Raiders or something like that, or anybody, my God, we'd have a ticker tape parade. Uh, unbelievable to see that the state of the franchise. That's why I asked Peter King about it. And I thought that he was rather, um, I won't say myopic, but he just looked at this season and there you go. They had a nice season. Nice little Third season. Third string quarterback. Nice little season. Even though Steelers. Tomlin picked the quarterbacks. Right. So all of that brings us to where? To you. That's what. 412 928 9370. Tomlin's walk off general state of the franchise in the ball game yesterday. The floor is open for you. Uh, fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Sean Myers, go ahead, buddy. Who do we got? All right, we're going to go to Jack, Jacko in California. Hello, Jacko. Hey, guys. Morning. Hey, uh, let, me, let, me, let me start with this. <clears throat> I talk to a lot of Steeler fans out here in California on the East Coast, and I'm trying to get through to these young listeners, uh, these young Steeler fans, and say, look, Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's about Super Bowl championships, not winning seasons. I'm so sick and tired of hearing that, really. You know, I've been a Steeler fan for 57 years, and I had a guy yesterday, he said, oh, we had a great year. I said, and I'm just shaking my head, come on, really? But you guys are right on the money, and Joe, you said it last week, if they don't win, this is a failed season. There's no doubt about it. I hear it here in L.A., the Dodgers had two bad uh, playoff exits. It's a failed season. You hear it from the fans. And you also talked about the Steelers are a million miles away. No doubt about it. They'll be over, what the over-under will be eight, as you mentioned. They'll be predicted fourth in the AFC North next year. They won't even be predicted for the playoffs. Here we go again, another 26 years between, like, Ben and Bradshaw. And, heck, I may not even be around to see another Super Bowl the way this is going. But I saw Tomlin go off the stage 
And all I can say is, Mike, keep walking. It's time to make the change. People will say, who are we going to bring in? Well, I'll give you three names right now. How about Grable? How about Harbaugh? How about Carroll? How about an unknown coordinator like they've done the last three times or a relatively unknown coordinator? You know what I mean? The only way, Mike, or uh, Mike, I was about to call Ron Mike. Mike. My only disagreement with you, Jacko, is I don't think that people, it's Super Bowl or bust. Win a playoff game. There's a wide gulf between winning the Super Bowl and winning a playoff game. I think people, and and I would include myself here, would be fine with what's happening here if every once in a while you made a little bit of a run. Not even that. If you hold them just to winning Super Bowls, man, then everybody's going to be unhappy in every city pretty much all the time. Thanks, Jacko, for the call. Appreciate it. There's a big gulf, as you said, Joe. I mean – well, that's what I hear Cam say last night. I love Cam. I love Cam. The guys in this room are good enough to win a Super Bowl. How about winning a playoff game? It was quite something to see while that conversation that we just played from Good Morning Football to see up on the screen. And I even took a Photoshop of it. It was as it was. There were two very unusual sightings with the graphics this morning. One was Bill Belichick completes interview with Atlanta Falcons. Oh my God! That's one I didn't have. But but that happened. So, somebody said it took twenty eight minutes and three seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you laugh, but it's it's pretty funny. Oh, is that good? So while they were talking on Good Morning Football, the graphic was, and I guarantee you, there's millions of people around the country who are surprised. Wow, really? That's that's a fact. Because all I hear from the national media is how Pittsburgh's always in it, and Tomlin's doing this amazing job. Steelers. Five straight playoff losses. Bullet item number two, seven years without a postseason win. Last in 2016. Man, you have people saying, you know, in Houston, even we've won playoff games since then. In Detroit, even we've won a playoff game since then. Uh, It's unbelievable. Back to the lines, Sean. All right, we're going to go to Bert in Blonox. Hello, Bert in Blonox. Hey, um, thanks for taking my call. Uh, wow. I I called in to say some things, but now after listening to this on the hold for all this time, I'm, I think you guys, you guys have me convinced the other way. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like looking at, you know, looking at it from a macro standpoint, yeah, it looks, it doesn't look good for uh, Coach T there. But, uh, um, but the micro uh Thing. I, I don't know. I think people are. I don't want to make excuses for what what went on yesterday in Buffalo, but you know, you go up there without one of the best, one of the best, if not the best, defensive player in the NFL on the sidelines and in a hostile in, environment. And I, I don't know. I'm surprised they uh, did as well as they did. And then as far let me, as let me Rudolph, just interrupt you real quick, Bert. Jo- sure, Bert uh, sure, Joe, do you want to sure. give your rundown on some of the guys from Buffalo who were missing yesterday? Well, first of all, a ton of defensive guys. Their version of T.J. Watt is Matt Milano, a first-team All-Pro last year. Uh, I'd say a top-five linebacker in the whole NFL, uh, if not top three. He's been gone forever, and his replacement was gone. Tre'Davious White, great corner, not quite what he used to be because he was he was injured last year. He comes back. He's injured. His replacement's gone. Seven regulars from Buffalo's defense have been injured in the last two weeks and were not a factor, at least in the second half. So I, I get it about TJ. I get it. But the other team did had, didn't have guys either. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's fair. 
I mean, uh, you know, what I I, I don't want to you, – you guys might not agree with this analogy, but, would, you know, okay, um, if you – you take in the you count the uh, lack of Buffalo starter defensive players that were are pretty good or or, or great players. I mean, would you would you uh, think that if Buffalo came to Acrisure Stadium, okay, without uh, Josh Allen as the quarterback, do you think you'd give them much of a chance of beating the Steelers in a playoff game at home without their key? Offensive player versus like how the Steelers went in there. Yeah, I mean, no, no, find a way yeah. to overcome it, but it's one year of seven yeah. as well. It's one year yeah, of seven, yeah. right? And, it, and as great as TJ Watt is, and it could be defensive player of the year, I'm sorry, no, uh, uh, he's not as valuable as Josh Allen is to the Bills. And look at the comments inside the Steelers' own locker room. Like, I know there's there's a, a, maybe a large faction out there who think that, that the media is still being too tough on Mike Tomlin who think, you know, Brooke Pryor was unfair, probably think me and you are being unfair, et cetera. Uh, Ryan Scarpino used to work in the Steelers PR department. His tweet said a lot here. We're going to play, by the way, Najee Harris's remarks from after the game yesterday, which were very interesting. I thought Cam's were very interesting, too, maybe not in the way that he intended. Uh, Ryan tweets out, Ron, Minka's comments about guys not wanting to work for it, Right? We heard those earlier this season, as blatant as could be. TJ's comments about guys not wanting to practice, what he told Rich Eisen. Warren and DJ's comments about taking the Cardinals lightly. And now Nodge's remarks about needing more structure and rules in-house. Is Tomlin still the right guy? Fair question. I think a lot of these guys don't, don't believe that they're insulting or undercutting or undermining their coach, but I'm sorry. If you're TJ Watt and you come out and you say, man, these guys just don't want to practice for him, some guys, that's an indictment of him. Well, Najee, I heard his quotes. I'm not talking about the coach, but we need more discipline. We need change in-house. Right. right. Well, who's going to make the change in-house if not the coach? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Eh, I don't know, man. It just feels like a natural parting that could be great for both sides, as you wrote today. I'm just not sure that it's going to happen. We'll get to more of your calls next, 412-928-9370. And we'll hear from Najee what he had to say, some really eye-opening stuff after the game. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Fan Text Line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal Injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And, you know, that's what I'm talking about too, Ron, with low expectations. Peter King said it. This last caller said it. What do you expect? You go into Buffalo without T.J. Watt? Third-string quarterback? They were in the game. It was a good try. Way to try. You know, win one. The Bills are beatable. They had like a quarter of their defense on the field. I realize they have a beast at quarterback in Josh Allen. So how about this? How about at the end of the first half when the Bills, for the one little slice of game, were clearly reeling, feeling the pressure that you and I talked about with Bob yesterday, Ron, and there's 48 seconds left and they sack Josh Allen, and you can tell the Bills just want to get to the half. Let's get out of here. This, 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 this opponent 
that we have against the ropes, the whole first half is suddenly fighting back. Let's just get to the half. And Tomlin, instead of throwing a punch while he finally, the one time in the fight, he's got somebody on the ropes. Instead of throwing a big punch, doesn't throw a punch at all. Not even a jab. He's got second and 18 or whatever it was. They don't have a punter. Their punter just got injured. And instead of making Josh Allen either try to make a play or simply just get them to punt, maybe without their punter, he lets the time run down. Calls timeout with two seconds left. I, I couldn't believe you know What, what about uh, scared money don't make money? Exactly. You know? there, he, he seemed to be either he just wasn't aware that the Bills punter was hurt or he was afraid of Josh Allen making a big play on second and 18 when clearly, and this was their opportunity. Some people could say when it was 24-17, whatever, Josh Allen was going to make a play when needed. You could tell that in the second half. Um, and again, again, the 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 golfer whose fifty yard approach goes right of right of the green into the rough. Nice shot, you know. Nice try. It was twenty four seventeen. Big deal when you actually had a chance. What are you doing? What the hell was he doing at the end of the half? I don't know. I, I said the same thing. Everyone in America did. Even Nance and Romo almost were were critical of Tomlin there. Although I think Romo actually he said I wouldn't it. have called a timeout either. That's what I couldn't have believed at all. So you know, yeah, great Make try, but it, it could have with their place kicker and see what happens. Yes, he's not used to catching the ball. Maybe he drops the snap if you punt it, or get the ball back with thirty seconds left. He maybe he does a crappy punt and get a field goal. Boz was cranking him from fifty-five or sixty in warmups. So add that when you're adding what a nice try it was. It could have been a nicer try. 928-9370, Cook and Joe. Let me get to Gina G and Petro here, uh, Sean, because she's one of my favorite topics. If you've ever sold a home before, you know things don't always go smoothly. Pat in Pittsburgh didn't have the best experiences with realtors before calling Gina G and Petro. Pat had listed his home with two other agents before Gina, there were only six showings in a stretch of more than two years, and his home didn't sell. He lost all hope. It's a very sad story at this point, but we interject to say when Gina told Pat she'd sell his home in less than two weeks, he thought about it, but he still didn't believe her. And then he was shocked when Gina told him there was an offer. It only ended up taking her 10 days. Gina lived up to her word. She always does, and Pat was able to sell his home. You can't lose in this situation. Gina sits down with you. You agree on a price and a deadline. Deadline passes. Home isn't sold. Gina will have it bought and turned into a rental. Call the only agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home in Pittsburgh. Gina G. and Petro of Remax Select Realty. Call Gina, 724-602-9752. Google G. and Petro of Remax Select Realty and look up GinaWillSellYourHome.com. That's GinaWillSellYourHome.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.